Welcome to Listen Sis Podcast, where we discuss all the topics we think but may not say, promote women in their growth, uplift, and encourage one another. So grab your pen and your notebook, sis. I'm your host, Garia Shelton, and this is Listen Sis. Welcome back, sis. I hope you had a great week. I hope your workload wasn't that much. I hope your schoolwork was easy. You know, loving life, all of those things. Let's get back into it. So, I know that I have been missing for about, I think it's like one or two weeks. But, don't hold it against me. Your girl just needs to take a step back, take a little break, get some things in order. And also get ready for vacation, y'all. Because, like, in three days. I'm going to be in another state chilling, so I'm very much recording this early so I can get you guys your episodes every Monday without missing again, and apologies again. But yeah, so with this episode, y'all, it's very personal, so I'm going to say this now. This is a judgment-free zone, okay? Don't be out here judging my past. I don't judge my past anymore. It is what it is. I did what I did. And I moved how I moved. Okay? But yeah. So, I wanted to do this episode because um, it's been a lot of talks within my circle and on social media. And the topic just keep just keeps getting brought up. So I'm like, okay, well, I might as well do an episode. And I told y'all I was going to let y'all in my life and give y'all all the details and the details that y'all need to know anyway. And, you know, we on this journey together. So, boom, this year I decided to choose abstinence. And I am abstaining from sex. So, what I thought was cool, because first of all, I used to be like, I'm celibate, I'm celibate, I'm celibate. And then I had to start doing some research, and then I realized, like, celibacy is abstaining from sex and marriage. I will not be abstaining from marriage. I very much want to get married. I very much want to have my brown skin husband with my chocolate babies and all of that. So, no, I'm not celibate. I am practicing abstinence abstinence is just restraining yourself from anything basically like it can be abstinence from liquor or whatever but this case you know i'm abstaining from sex and i made the commitment to abstain from sex until marriage now that doesn't mean i'm going to go and marry the first dude that i see because definitely not definitely don't do that don't why would you do that no anyways so yeah so i just thought that was cool the two differences or whatever so and i always try to you know inform people and correct them because they just be like why you want to be celibate and i'm like hold on hold on i very much want to be married i very much am getting my husband okay okay but no so i always get asked why right and so honestly I just kind of got to take it back to when I lost my virginity. And I lost my virginity at 17 with a guy that I would never, ever, 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 ever ever pursue 
a relationship with. And I know that sounds bad, and in my eyes it is bad now, but back then it wasn't. But the guy that I lost my virginity to, we grew up together, you know, I thought I just knew him so well. You know, we, we've been friends, like we come from the same small hometowns, you know, stuff like that. Like our parents grew up together, stuff like that, you know. So I was like, okay, he's the perfect person to lose my virginity to. And I know it kind of sounds weird, like, ew, you planned it. And I did. I definitely did. I definitely did that. And I think that's the reason why I did plan it, because at 17, yes, I lost my virginity at 17. And this was, like, the year right before going into my senior year. So it was, like, kind of still my junior year going on to that summer break. So, I was basically, like, the only girl at my lunch table with no sex stories. Mind you, the girls that I was hanging with, like, they lost their virginity early. Like, I mean, like, junior high. So, if you don't know, like, the high school that I come to, come from, like, junior high is, like, 7th through ninth grade. And then high school is, like, 10th through 12th at the time until they changed it. So, this is how it was when I was in school. So, mind you, the girls that I was hanging with was losing their virginity is like, 7th and 8th grade. 7th, 8th grade, that was, like, 13, 14 for me anyway. Because I didn't turn 16 to my 10th grade year. So, yeah. So, at this time, we, like, 13, 14, and maybe 15. So, that's when they were losing their virginities. So, by 17, and, you know, we almost out the door of high school. We were getting ready for graduation, basically. And, you know, every time, it was just, like, every day. Every single day we sat down at that lunch table, it was, like, it was always about a guy. It was always this new sex story. It was all, well, I like this, and I want this, and he did this to me, and yada, yada, yada. And I'm just sitting there laughing because, like, I don't have no sex stories. Like, I I haven't had sex yet. So... I guess that kind of just made me curious. Like, okay, all my homegirls are like, they like this. You know, they indulge in sex. They, you know, they just hyping it up. So I'm like, okay, what's the hype about? Like, I just kind of got curious. So, yeah, I lost my virginity at 17. Very much was a painful experience. But, you know, then you got them homegirls again. And they're just like, you just got to keep doing it. It's going to get better. Yeah, you know, stuff like that just kind of hyping me up and things like that. And very much, I feel like uh, I should have got some new friends. <laughs> you know, looking back and back then, I was like, yeah, I should have got some more friends. Because I don't talk to them same girls now. It's no bad blood or anything. You know, we just kind of went our separate ways. And if you're listening to this, you know, I'm not talking down on you or anything. But, you know. Hey, it is what it is. And y'all know me, so I don't really give a Yeah, yeah, let me shut up. But yeah, so for a long time, I didn't associate sex with feelings. Like, no one had that talk with me on how powerful sex can be. So it was just like, oh, we're just, you know, it's just having sex. That doesn't mean I like you, or that doesn't mean I have to be with you. It's just, I was living for a moment of pleasure for like a long time so mind y'all i'm about to be like 23 in like three weeks so with me losing my virginia at 17 that really wasn't so long ago but it just seems like it seems like a lifetime now because i've just changed so much so it just seems like it's been a long time 
but yeah so like I didn't learn how sex how powerful sex is until I came to college and honestly it really wasn't even that long ago because it was very much more like last year and you know you always have you know how your parents be saying like oh you wish you never lost it and when it's gone it's gone and you'll regret it and all that stuff like that So yeah, I didn't start realizing like, you know, once it's gone, it's gone type thing until last year. And so for so long, I sold myself short on romance. Like, I didn't really get that whole, that boyfriend, girlfriend thing. Like, I haven't had an actual real grown-up relationship yet. And I think for so long, it's because I was only looking for pleasure and then just not even just taking into effect just how sex was kind of controlling me for so long so yeah I just kind of sold myself short on the romance and I am a firm believer in people will treat you how you see yourself and for so long I didn't think that love was for me like I didn't think for so long that I I even told my mama one day like I don't think I'm going to get married and she was just like you know you'll eventually want that companionship and all of that stuff but for so long like I didn't think I was gonna get married I didn't think I was gonna find somebody to just love me for me and I didn't think I was gonna find somebody that just that just made me want to be with them and give them all of me and not just a part of me and I it's gonna sound so bad y'all it's gonna sound so bad but I was telling someone that one day and she told me that is so sad, G. And when I say, like, my mouth just dropped because it was just like, damn. Like, no sugar coating or nothing. She just looked at me with pity in her eyes and just like, that is so sad that you think of yourself like that. And that you think that way, period. And I just kind of like, that kind of hit me. And it kind of hurt my feelings at the same time because I was just really looking at her like, damn, bitch. Like... <laughs> honestly so after that it kind of just hit me so hard that I'm just like having to reevaluate myself and just like sis what you doing out here like why you moving clownish type stuff so I got a question for y'all has God ever asked you to do something you didn't want to do so at the end of 2020 I just kept having this nagging feeling and it's always kind of like this nagging voice in my head when I'm not listening to like my intuition and stuff and I always say that it's God and when I'm not listening to God he'll just keep pounding in my head like just keep pounding whether it's an idea or whatever it is that's how I know it's God trying to talk to me or whatever so and what God was just telling me was you know refrain from sex take that out of your life and that was his request for me so at this point i'm just like i'm really hesitant and so i'm just not even listening you know i'm still part of the hookup culture i'm doing whatever i'm doing sidebar just uh, just, i know i'm telling y'all this story or whatever 
but that does not mean I was having sex with any and everything, okay? Because I definitely wasn't. I definitely have standards then and now. That doesn't mean I was just out here just having sex on everybody, okay? I just want to put that out there. But yeah. But I just kind of kept begging God to send me a man that seeks him, loves me for me, and doesn't want just sex for me. But it didn't make sense of me to keep begging him for that and the way I'm moving out here. Y'all get what I'm saying? I really hope y'all follow me. But, so finally, God just kind of sat me down. And he's basically, in my head, he ain't say it like this, y'all. But in my head, it was basically like, close your legs and seek and focus on me. And that's what he told me. So I closed my legs and I just seek and focus on him. But I did have a lot of hesitation. I was just like, nobody's out here doing that. Nobody's practicing abstinence, you know, and nobody refraining from sex. And I was just running for a, a very long time. And I told y'all I got a habit of that. Like, God tell me to do something and it's not popular. And I don't know how people are going to react and things like that. Like, I'll, I'll run until I just can't run no more. And then I get tired. I'm like, okay, Lord, I give up. Have your way just have your way and this was one of those situations so when I finally stopped running I just kind of sat down did my little research looked at the benefits and all that stuff and all that stuff and of course it was like you know prevent pregnancy STDs yada yada, yada. I'm like okay I know that already yada, yada, yada. all that stuff I knew that already but then I started to just dig a little deeper and I was and then as I started practicing it I was able to put that energy from sex elsewhere. Like, I put that energy into my podcast. I put that energy into the gym. I put that energy into my schoolwork or whatever else goes I want to knock out. All of that energy from sex, and it is a lot of energy, trust me. I just put it elsewhere. And that just makes me thrive in other places of my life. And I have no regrets on that part because... I've been really getting a lot of stuff done behind closed doors, and I'm just very, very thankful for that. And also, I'm able to tell who likes me for me. I'm able to weed out the dudes who just be like, oh, you know, you're abstaining from sex. That's cool. But, you know, it's like 1 a.m. You're trying to come over. You know, we can watch a little Netflix. Like, I'm able to weed those out those type of guys out like I know who likes me for me I know and I'm able to know because if I say this is a goal and it's really important to me he's not gonna try to back me out of it he's gonna tell me oh you're really I'm really proud of you and all that stuff and the one thing that I commend is if abstaining from sex is not for you then that's cool I can't make I can't make that be for you and it's okay if we're not for each other just let me know so I love the guys who just be like you know you're cool and I wish this could have worked out but that's not something I'm willing to do hats off to y'all I very much respect it cool thank you for letting me know I wish you the best that's it so yeah so I'm able to tell who likes me for me and also know that I'm pleasing God in my life right now by doing this because it is a huge commitment so that's another benefit for myself and also I was talking to one of my favorite brothers and he said he wants to be because he's practicing abstinence as well but he has a girlfriend 
So he told me he wants to be able to tell his wife he waited for her and no one has the access she has to him. And that stuck with me for so long because do y'all know how amazing that is? To be able to get married and tell my husband like, I waited for you, nobody has touched me in so long and all this stuff and you know and nobody has access to me you are the only person who gets this access to me my loyalty is to you my body is for you and that is it and I just think that's amazing some people might think it's weird but I just love that so that stuck with me for so long and I want to be able to tell my future husband that too you know so yeah and then relationship wise you know the communication will be definitely better it's not like arguing and be like okay let's have makeup sex and it'll be all right no we literally have to sit down and talk things out and get to know each other and then you're able to connect with your significant other on so many other levels than just sexually like that i feel like abstaining from sex is able to break down so many barriers in a relationship and it's just going to bring you guys closer without sex and i feel like it takes away the confusion of when you need to stay or when you need to leave because confusion to me if there's confusion in the relationship or whatever the situation i have to leave already but that just takes away that clouded judgment and it's easier to spy red flags and overall the bond will just be stronger because that's a huge commitment with yourself with god and with your partner so those are like a few benefits of why i'm doing it and of course it's not easy i have my moments where i kind of second guess myself and i just be like Mm, I'm just gonna do it until a guy wants to make me his girlfriend or I'm just gonna do it until you know like I know I'm who this guy really want yada 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 then I give it up to him stuff like that like I second guess myself a lot and then the Lord just take me back like that's not what I told you you know that's not the goal you want more than that stop second guessing yourself stop doubting your worth stuff like that and so I just kind of pulled back. And then, of course, I had my friends who'd be like, no, gee, that's not what you wanted. You know, stop settling. You don't settle. So, and I love them for that as well. But, yeah, so, and then sometimes people don't believe in you. So, like, of course, when I first told my friends, it was just like, you? Nah. Like, and I, that was their, like, initial reaction. But, you know, then you kind of got like, well, gee, if that's really something that you really want to do, then, of course, you know, I'm going to push you. I'm going to be there for you. I'm really proud of you. You know, stuff like that. So, of course, you know, it does take some getting used to, especially when this is out of the norm for you. It takes some getting used to, like, the outside, your outside, you know, your friends and family and stuff like that. But, of course, you know, they're in my corner. And then sometimes I get scared. Like, I always have these, you know, of course, you always got these negative thoughts when you're trying to do something or you're trying to reach a goal or something like that. And so it's just like, you know, what if I never find my husband? And, or what if I never find someone who actually wants to do make this commitment with me? And ultimately, you know, just like the negative thoughts. And then I just have to remind myself, like, the goal of me abstaining from sex isn't to get a husband. It's to please God and is to walk the path that God has laid out for me. And 
you know, like, I just need to, I just have to override my fear with faith. And sometimes that's not always easy, but I just have to remember the goal isn't to get a husband. The goal is God. The goal is to be a follower of Christ. The goal is to, you know, better myself, you know, and help build up my self-worth and my self-love. And for so long, I just doubted my self-worth for, I just did it for so long that I'm just tired of it. And this is a way for me to build myself back up. So yeah, so definitely the goal isn't just to get a husband. The goal isn't just to just to be like, you know, I waited for you and all that stuff. Like, that's just not my ultimate goal. But I know that God never fails in the end. And in the end, I will be re- rewarded however he sees fit. And then if I, you know, I do meet my husband, I know that my husband is already seeking God. God is number one in his life. And he already has a relationship with God. So when he comes to me and we both already have that mutual, you know, that mutual thing in common, then we don't have to work on that in the relationship it'll just come naturally and that's another thing I kind of look forward to because I want my husband to already be how do I want to put it I want my husband to already be structured in the word and not so stuck up in the world so definitely that's something that is definitely a reward I hope to get but you know in the end it's whatever the lord wants and sees fit for me but yeah so i hope y'all got to get to know me a little better with this episode like i said it's really personal for me so if i just kind of stumbled over my words or something just know i am nervous as hell i always get nervous just letting people in so definitely if y'all have any questions about my journey or you have any questions about choosing abstinence, I'm definitely always, you can hit my DM. I try to be open and truthful and honest and never hold anything back. I'm always up for questions. I don't mean I know everything about everything, but I'm always willing to help. So, yeah. And then I had, like I said, I had people ask me and I did have this conversation on my personal IG. But, yeah. So, and again, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I'm going on vacation, so I will talk to you girls later. Thank you for tuning in to Listen Sis Podcast. If you're new to the podcast, make sure you're subscribed on whatever platform you're listening from, share with your friends and family, and leave a review. Make sure you're following us on social media to keep up with the good content. And we'll talk to you later, sis.